Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hello, listeners. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat. This is Tanisha Baker spinning the beginning of the award-winning show with the flow that keeps you in the know. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more as we keep it real and true while we do what we do. Thanks for checking out the 214th edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. You're tuned in to Talking with T. It's June 24th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, singer Solange Knowles and actor Tommy Lister. It's officially summer and it's show enough hot. June 21st marked the first official day of summer and is known as summer solstice. It was the longest day of the year, and from this point on, the days will get a little shorter and shorter. On this date in history in 1896, Booker T. Washington, educator and founder of Tuskegee Institute, received an honorary degree from Harvard University. Also on this date, Atlanta University and Clark College, which were two of the oldest black colleges, merged in 1988. The theme this month is Message in the Music. As we continue to celebrate African American Music Appreciation Month and all the contributions of black musicians. This week, as we approach the 10th anniversary of his death, I want to highlight the king of pop, Michael Jackson. Even in the midst of allegations and accusations, we can't ignore the contributions of this legendary moonwalking icon. Michael Jackson died on June 25, 2009 at the age of 50 from an overdose of the anesthetic propofol. People still yearn to have a piece of Michael. His auction house has sold around $15 million of the superstar singer's property, including his white glove that went for $480,000 in 2009 and a jacket which was recently bought for $75,000. Michael was one of 10 children born to Catherine and Joseph Jackson. Michael's music career began with his brothers as a member of the Jackson Five. He was only six years old when he started. At the age of 13, he went solo with his song, Got To Be There. His list of hits goes on and on and on. Michael Jackson had the best-selling album in history, which was his Thriller album released in 1982. Michael had two children through artificial insemination during a brief marriage to Debbie Rowe, and later he had a third child through a surrogate. Michael Jackson seemed to physically change right before our eyes, and at some point, it was revealed that he had a skin disease that resulted in a change in his skin tone. Many remember when Michael was badly injured while filming a Pepsi commercial suffering severe burns. He started getting plastic surgery, further changing his appearance. He had his share of legal battles as he was accused of molesting children at his Neverland ranch. Michael was not found guilty of these charges, but speculation still hover over his legacy. Regardless, Michael was a musical genius and made significant contributions to the industry. You can read more on Michael Jackson through the link to his biography on www.talkingwitht.com. You're inside Talking With T. Put your ears on blast. This will go real fast as we cover our Monday Minute Quick Bits. I think we're all celebrating first round NBA draft pick Zion Williamson, who's going to the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion had an amazing freshman season at Duke University, but made the decision to move forward to fulfill his basketball dreams in the NBA. Kobe and Vanessa Bryant welcomed their fourth child. 
all girls. Wendy Williams reports that she is now in control of her business affairs after her split from Kevin Hunter. And Cardi B has been indicted on felony charges in connection with the fight last year at a New York strip club. The Philadelphia Police Department has taken 72 officers off their regular duties after it was discovered that they reportedly made racially charged threatening messages across social media. Now, my question is exactly how many desk jobs could there be? And the department is still paying these officers, even though they don't deem them worthy of doing their job. Crowds packed downtown Knoxville and other parts of the country for Pride Fest, celebrating and showing support for the LGBTQ community. You may have also heard about Dwayne Wade's response to supporting his 12-year-old son, Zion, who attended his first Pride Festival in Miami Beach. Most people applauded Wade's support for his son, while as usual, there were those vicious haters who threw shade with homophobic comments. The Cracker Barrel refused to allow a Knox County deputy and pastor host a gathering at its restaurant. This comes after the pastor was under fire for his anti-LBGTQ sermons. Twelve people were injured when the cable snapped on a ride called the Free Fall Tower at the Queensland Amusement Park in India and dropped them 10 feet to the ground. As New Hampshire planned to host the planned blessing of the bike ceremony, a recent event caused hundreds to mourn at what was planned as a celebration because seven bikers were killed in a crash with a pickup truck. A pickup truck towing a flatbed trailer ran into a group of 10 motorcyclists on a two-lane highway in Randolph, New Hampshire. According to authorities, an Alaska teenager carried out a plot to kill her best friend after a man she met online offered her what $9 million for pictures and photos of her committing murder, as reported by NBC News. This is really tragic and it's crazy. The teen and the guy she met online built a relationship planning several crimes in exchange for money. So she was pretty much catfished. A mother who was an active member of the U.S. military and her two children were found dead inside a home Saturday in Staten Island. Police arrived at the home after responding to a report of an assault and are treating the deaths as a homicide investigation. People are upset, I mean really upset and concerned about the conditions of detention centers for migrant children. An overcrowded border station in Clinton, Texas, was highlighted by lawyers who visited the facility. They said children as young as seven and eight were wearing clothes caked with snot and tears, and these seven and eight-year-olds were in charge of caring for infants. Toddlers didn't have diapers on and mothers had clothes stained with breast milk. Most of them have not been able to shower or wash their clothes since they arrived. They have no access to toothbrushes and toothpaste or even soap. Although Trump claims his administration is doing a fantastic job housing migrant children at the border. You can read more about the horrific conditions, not only at this center, but others through the link on my webpage under today's show. That's www.talkingwitht.com. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Talking With T. If you love each other, it doesn't matter what you are. You will find each other.
right, listeners, I now have with us our know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often investigator, P.I. Pam, as we review trending news. We're going to start off talking about Marijuana Pepsi, or rather, Dr. Marijuana Pepsi, who recently graduated. Yeah, we got to put a handle on that. (laughs) She uh, recently graduated from Cardinal Stritch University in Wisconsin with her doctorate in higher education leadership. Her dissertation was titled, Black Names in White Classrooms, Teacher Behaviors and Student Perceptions. She said she won't change her name to make other people happy, although I must admit that even I did a double take when I read her name thinking, is this real? What was her mother thinking? And she has two sisters named Robin and Kimberly and asked her mother how she got her name, and she was just told that her mother felt the name would take her around the world. <laughs> and it did. <laughs> yeah, because it's been in several media uh, stories. Right. And she's obviously very proud of it because people have asked her to shorten it to Mary, and she's like, nope, I'm going to be marijuana, and y'all will deal. I'd still, I just don't understand what her mother was thinking. I get what she said. Uh, I don't know. I was just about to say that. Where was her mother's head? You know, because I was on that morphine when I had my kids, and I almost named my third one Willie Paul. (laughs) (laughs) I know sometimes you can be overly medicated, but marijuana Pepsi, that's, that's a little overboard to me. Yeah, and she said that some people thought that maybe her mom was smoking marijuana and Pepsi, but I don't think her mother's ever admitted to that. I'm pretty sure she was smoking something. Mm. I just want to read her dissertation. That's all I got to say, so I know it's real. I bet it's good. It sounds like an interesting title. I'm I'm going to see if I can find it, and when I find it, I'm going to let y'all know. All right, (laughs) you do that. (laughs) All right, well, BET News reported that Circe Bernardo, a 46-year-old mother of five, was reportedly shot and killed last Wednesday at a Chicago-area Walgreens by a man described as, quote, an unofficial security guard, according to CBS Chicago. Bernardo was on her way to visit a boyfriend, decided to stop by, pick up some things from the pharmacy, when a store clerk confronted her and accused her of shoplifting. The clerk then called a friend for assistance. That friend arrived with a gun and identified himself as a police officer. Side note, he was not. Anyway, a verbal argument ensued, led to a physical struggle. The man shot her in the head, killing him, before he fled the scene. I've since read that that man has turned himself in and been charged. Her sister said she didn't deserve to be executed like that. He could have just held her for the police. He didn't have to shoot her in the face. She didn't have a weapon. And all this at the hands of a fake police officer. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a long side story of the week. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, she had no business calling him. If you want to call somebody, then, I mean, she, I don't know. I'm at a loss of words. Well, you know, I think all of us are, because you're trying to figure out how somebody just posing as a fake police officer ends up shooting and killing someone suspected of shoplifting because we still don't know for sure. 
that she was right. robbed. You know. So right. And that's just a sad story. But wait a minute. Check out this foolishness. Chris Carraway from South Carolina decided to accompany his son and friends on a senior trip to Myrtle Beach because he didn't think it was a good idea for a group of 18-year-olds to be traveling without supervision. So he took off work, went with them, traveled uh, to Myrtle Beach. While they were there, they went to the Myrtle Beach Mall. They were in the store, and Carraway said he kind of had this feeling that they were being watched. At some point, one of the boys told a joke. They started laughing. And the store owner, Michael Means, asked what they were laughing at. Carraway told him it was none of his business. Then this man said, stay right there where I can see you until I call my security. Security came, told them not to touch anything that they weren't going to buy, and then eventually told them to leave the store. And I'm thinking, what in the racial profiling, thinking all black people still kind of foolery is this? Because that's clearly what it is. Clearly, all day long. Don't touch yeah. nothing that you ain't going to buy. What in the world? What in the cat piss? <laughs> They're going to say, stay right there. Don't you move. And I'm really? trying to figure out, did they really have to stay right there? What if they had sure. moved? I mean, right. I'm, I'm say, what was going to happen if they, if they had taken off running? And the bad part is that security didn't have enough sense when they came to say, oh, this is a bunch of fools. Uh, we're going to need you to uh, let us spend our time better than this. So. Shame. So uh, I want parents to pay close attention to what we get ready to talk about. I encourage you to keep your eyes on your children. Don't underestimate potential dangers. Pam, tell the listeners about this account that we recently read on Facebook in our city, in a place, location we all know. Yes, this um, young lady on Facebook had put up that, her daughter had walked to the car, you know, just to, you know, I sent my kids out to the car, go out to the car and get something out of the car for me. And this man tried to abduct her. The good thing is that this mother had taught her kids, she said, as long as they can walk and talk, you fight back. You fight until you can't fight anymore. So the little girl practically fought her way off of this man and ran to the house. So they called the police, and she was able to give a brief description. But then he went to another part of town and tried to um, get some up, get another kid. So they arrested him, and then the little girl went in their lineup and picked him out. So he's currently incarcerated, and he needs to stay there and get some time because can't just be going around um, our parts of town and picking up our kids. We're not having that. And I'm so glad that these kids fought back because mm-hmm. some kids don't or aren't, aren't able to. Right. Some people just freeze up and... Yeah. I don't know. I know this. Back in February, on our local media station, there were reports about arrests in Knoxville that really highlighted the sex trafficking problem in East Tennessee. Because people don't really think that it would happen around them or that it would happen in a place like Knoxville or in their neighborhoods or their communities, it really opens the door for these predators to take advantage. So the Community Coalition Against Human Trafficking in Knoxville said most of East Tennessee's victims are trafficked by people they know. The average age of a child sold for sex is 13, and in the U.S., every two minutes, a child is bought or sold for sex. Not every two minutes. So that's that's what helped me, Jay, with the math. 30 times an hour, 
That's about right. So in a day, what are we looking at? 720? More than needs to be. Yeah. So they reported that human trafficking is a major problem in our community. When your child tells you they feel uncomfortable or they act a certain way around somebody, we're going to need you to pay attention, you know, because I think people really underestimate how huge of a problem this is in our immediate area. And the sad part about it, uh, even in some of the stories that I've read here lately with the whole sex trafficking thing, some of the parents are even in on it, which is Mm -hmm. sickening to me. Yeah, they're blaming that a little bit on the opiate crisis or I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I have to assume that drugs or being under the influence of opiates or whatever has to alter your mind to the point of insane. I couldn't imagine selling a child for a quick fix. Your whole child is gone? Right. That, that's sad. And it's just... People tend to think it's just little girls. No, they're picking up little boys, too. Right. Yeah. Young men are just as vulnerable to it as young women are. Right. So we we can be here watch everybody, all the kids, whether they your kids or not. You know what I'm saying? You see something strange, something looks strange, doesn't feel right. Just to be on the safe side, go with your intuition. All right. So... This is the last show of June. I can't believe it. June went by so fast. Uh, this month, it, yeah, it's gone, Jay. Part of our vacation is halfway over. Uh-uh, don't remind me. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we continue to celebrate our four-year anniversary. Just amazed that we have been able to bring a new show every Monday for four years to the people. And I would like to thank all of the listeners for supporting us, those that engage with us on social media and visit our website. Very happy about that. Um, The traffic on our website is growing daily, and we appreciate it as we try to keep it fresh and relevant with the stories that we share. Guess that's it for this bit. And until next time, I can't wait to hear from the two of you. And I can't wait to tell it. And, you know, I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call 865-409-1170 or make a comment on our website. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking with T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Never look down on anyone unless you are helping them up. Jesse Jackson. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with T.